because life will throw curveballs at you. You know, it's, um, uh, what is it? Um, John Lennon said, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it really does happen. So. You're listening to The Sociable Scribes, two professional writers who work hard, play hard, and love to have fun on the job. Word stylist Nikita Rowell-Stevens and publishing consultant Kim Ely talk about the topics and questions they hear most often from their clients. Let's talk about writing, the good, the bad, and the awesome while addressing popular questions and concerns from real writers like you. If you're a writer, someone who aspires to write, or just wants to learn more about writing and publishing and have a lot of fun along the way, welcome to the tribe. Here are your hosts, Nikita and Kim, two writers who love to socialize, the sociable scribes. So, Kim, I will share today what's behind my curtain. Awesome. Um, and uh, it, it actually is a little bit of a confession. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's going to tie very well into um, our topic and oh, what we're talking excellent. about today. Yeah. Um, and it's that um, we, as professionals, writers, get stuck to. Yes, we do. Um, and and I, I, I will confess I, I have a book, of course you know this, uh-huh. that I'm working on um, that the goal is to release it this year. Um, we're looking to do a, a soft launch or soft release um, in, in the next couple months. And um, <laughs> I, have com- I have gotten stuck so many times working on this book. And it's not because I'm not motivated by it, right? Um, and and it's it's interesting to to, to hear me share, for me to share this because um, I coach people through this, yeah, in my own program, yeah. But I also think that I'm able to coach people through this because I can empathize with them, yeah. Been been through it, and so what I have found is that every because there's so many stages to a book launch from the creative phase to the, um, to the editing phase, to the rewriting phase, to launch. There's just so, there's so many pieces. And I think what, one of the things that, that, that I've run into recently is getting really excited about my book launch, but having so many things that are going on simultaneously in my business. We have, I mean, we launched a podcast, you know, I've, I've got a couple programs that are going on in my business. I mm-hmm. brought on a new intern and there's, there's a lot, there's, there's a lot of things that are happening just within my business. Right. Not even factoring in the things that happen in your personal life and having a husband and having to take care of that right. and family. Right. And so, um, I realized that I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed and this mm. is where it's been really helpful um, to have a coach that I check in with on a regular yes. basis because they can check you on things like this. Yeah. And I realize that when I feel overwhelmed, my instinct is to just freeze. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I just, I don't do anything. Right. Right. Um, and it's like, I want to do it but because I'm just, I'm in a state of kind of like confusion and disarray Yeah, and I have to get myself <clears throat> organized to yeah. press forward. And so I feel like that is a stage I have reached in my book because the creative process is done. We've gone through some editing processes, got to go back and do some more content revisions. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
I think I have been procrastinating about it because at the same time in my brain, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I got to do this. I've got to format. And then I've got to do all, all the book marketing stuff was like in my brain in addition right. to everything else. And right. so I was really thinking about too much at the same time. Yeah. And for me personally, I'm not going to say this is, this is a stage that every writer needs to go through because I think it, it varies depending on how your brain works. But for me, when I'm in that creative phase, mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to focus. I'm, I'm really good at the marketing. I do content marketing for businesses, mm-hmm. but it's really hard for me to focus on the creative phase and the marketing at the same time. Yeah. Because there's two different <clears throat> skill sets and my brain is not in the same space doing one versus the other. And I think I was trying to share that space because, because in my mind, I had moved from the creative, but I hadn't quite moved from the creative yet because right. there's still some tweaking I need to do there. So I took a step back and said, um, let's just focus on this. Mm-hmm. Um, it, because it, we talked about this in our last episode. One of the great greatest things about doing self-publishing is you are in control. Right. And guess what? I'm in control of my deadlines, too. Right. Um, and it's, it's not letting myself off the hook, but at the same time, it's not putting so much pressure on myself that I'm losing my mind. Yes. Um, and so, uh, you know, talking to my coach, we kind of made those adjustments so that I can focus on the creative. We still want to do that soft launch in, in September like we planned, yeah. but it's not going to be the book's not going to be like launch, launch then. Gotcha. And that takes a lot of pressure off. So, Oh, that's so good. I just want to, wanted to share that because I hope it gives people hope that we go through stuff like that too. Oh, most you know, definitely. Um, it's not uncommon. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I'll share, um, I, I have a client with whom I was working and, um, she had a, a hard deadline, or so we thought, and then, um, uh, and then she, um, had a, a, a family member pass away. And as you can imagine, it was pretty traumatic. It was her brother and they were very close. And, um, and so we looked at her hard deadline and said, no, you, you, you know, she, yeah. she said, no, I'm not going to be able to make this. And I'm like, I totally get that. So we had to, rework things and adjust um that's not exactly the same but it's it's a similar kind of thing because life will throw curveballs at you you know it's um uh what is it um john lennon said life is what happens when you're busy making other plans yes absolutely (laughs) and it really does happen so um yeah well thank you for sharing that yeah i think that's important to know um that you know, for all of us, even even professional writers that, that, well, maybe especially when we're entrepreneurs, we have so many yeah. things going on that it's, like, really hard to, to keep up. Absolutely. So, um, What's yeah. behind your curtain, then? Um, so, this is interesting. Yeah. I, I, um, I think I shared with you, I don't know if I shared on the podcast, that I've taken life coach training before. And I did that um, not really knowing how it would be helpful and turned out it's been one of the best things I've ever done because it really helps me as a writing coach to help coach people and work through things. And in fact, that works out nicely for our topic. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. But um, one of the things that um, I learned, I took a a Martha Beck life coaching and she says, um, follow your North star. And she's really funny. I've seen her in person and she said, 
really? I keep telling people the same thing over and over again, and they keep paying me for it, so I keep telling them. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Isn't that great? But she said, do more of what you like and what feels good and do less of what you don't like and and does not feel good. And I'm like, that's kind of brilliant, but really hard for us to do. One of the things that's calling to me that's really baffling me is graphic novels, comic books. I've Ooh. never been a big comic book fan, but... But I love the graphic novels. They're fascinating, so aren't they? Do you want to write one? I do. <gasps> Isn't that cool? Yes. And so, and I have several um, clients who want to write them also. And so I'm thinking very seriously about doing that. So yesterday I was in the um, uh, in a bookstore looking in the comic section I think I was the only middle-aged woman standing in the comic book section. There were a lot of young boys looking at me like, what are you doing here, lady? Are you, have you lost your kid? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, if you ever need someone to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Um, my husband is excellent. He is the, um, he loves comic books. Awesome. Um, he is, has like boxes of them. Like he reads Sweet. comic books on, he's just, he's had a comic book since. I don't know how old he was when he first started collecting. Them, oh, but that's awesome! That's one of his things. Oh um, man! So it he knows all of that stuff. He's the reason why I like I love all the Marvel movies. Yes, uh, I love the Marvel they're movies. They're so awesome. Oh, they're so have good. Have you seen it? We just saw it over the weekend. Have you seen it? Yes. Oh, it was it's, so good. Did you watch the very ending? Yes, we did. Did you see Infinity War? Um, no. Okay, then you don't understand it. Oh, no, 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 I do understand Infinity. No, no, no. You saw, did you see Infinity War? Yes, I did, and so then. So you're going poof. Yeah, Yeah, okay, okay. No, I did understand (laughs) it. No, I'm sorry, I was thinking of the end after the credits. Did you stay all the way through the end of the credits? That was was when the, when the what? When the giant thing was playing the thing. I don't want to give any spoilers. The giant man. (laughs) But no, you're right, at the end, yeah. No, I did see that. There was another one? Yeah, there was something uh, at the end of the credits, but it was actually kind of goofy. <laughs> okay. No, we were so in shock by what happened yes. there after seeing Infinity War that we're like, oh my God! Oh, so, that just blew our minds. Okay, now you guys have to go to the movies. So. Oh, absolutely. Go, <laughs> go see Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> and now it's time for Gregarious Goofballs. All right. So... We're doing a little something different for Gregarious Scoop Falls here um, because it's kind of a play on what you talked about for your behind the curtain, right? Yes. Um, graphic novels, comic graphic books. books. Yes. So it's all about what's your superpower? What's your superpower? So or that you want. I mean, we've all seen, um, you know, Wonder Woman has her oh, she's awesome. golden lasso I of love truth. Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman rocks. Does, and yeah. um, uh, what are some other superpowers? Of course, Superman can fly. Yes. And um, Batman. Batman you know, doesn't have any powers. Batman and Iron Man kind of rely on technology. <laughs> and they're both like very good looking. Yeah. Very rich playboys. They are. What's up with that? I don't know, but hmm, very interesting. I take one of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's their superpower. Well, I know they're both really hot. So anyway, well, have you ever watched the Avengers and realized that they're all good looking? Yes, I'm all like, of them. Holy schmoly! There's not a bad looking one in the group. It's like maybe that's part of the qualification. Who's your favorite Avenger? <laughs> oh gosh. Um, 
I think four. He's so, so hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Well, and, okay, multiple superpowers because he has that hammer. And so he can like destroy stuff, but he has his own superpowers too, doesn't he? He has lightning. He has lightning. That's lightning. right. That's right. Yeah, he's so he's very, very but he's relatable because he has family issues, and so <laughs> he definitely has his family, family is issues. very dysfunctional. So I can relate to that. A Captain, lot of Captain America is pretty pretty hot too. Oh yeah, he really is, and he's so down to earth. He's so sweet, but he's so buff. Oh yeah. He really okay. is. So anyway, okay, okay. So let's get back on track here. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's hot in here. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nikita. So if you could choose a superpower, what would it be? Can I have two? Yes, of course okay. you can. Okay. So <laughs> I am all about like mind powers. Ooh. Not so much Jean Grey, although Jean Grey is pretty badass. Oh, she's very badass. I would like. I want telekinesis because oh. I think telekinesis is just probably one of the coolest to be able to move stuff with your mind. Yeah. Like, but I want telekinesis, but I also want teleportation Ooh. because if I wanted to be in Bahamas, I could just be like, it's like, that. I would like blink myself in Bahamas and be like, put a drink in my hand. Yes. How awesome would that be? Oh, that would be freaking awesome. I wish I had that power right now. You know, sometimes you need a vacation and you just need it right now yes. for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yes. To, to cure writer's block. Yes. <laughs> oh, those are so good. Oh, what are yours? What are yours? What do I want? That power. I think I would like the power to fly. Somehow I knew you were going to say that. Well, because I went skydiving and it was so Did you feel like you were flying? Fun. I did. I loved all of it except for when the parachute went off. Because then, then, because while you're free floating, you just feel, it feels just like you, I don't know if you ever dream about flying, but it felt like the dreams I've had where I'm flying. Really? You dreamed it true? Oh yeah. Where it's just free and you can just, you know, kind of move yourself where you want to go. And then when that parachute, um, launched, it was like, ka-chunk. It's like a left brain coming in. (laughs) It's like left brain swipe. (laughs) (laughs) That's not cool. Uh, I told the, the guy I parachuted with, I go, I did the skydiving with, I go, you know, that would have been great if we just could have skipped that parachute part. And he goes, um, that's kind of an important part. It is kind of of important. (laughs) So that's why I want to fly. And then my other superpower, you know, I would say read minds, but I think there's a lot of minds. I would just be pretty disturbed if I read them. I think so too. So I think we're going to skip reading minds. Um, um, the ability to read books. Um, so incredibly fast that I can read a book every day. <laughs> well, why don't you just have like the Flash's power and just oh, be really fast? Oh, okay, yeah, that's better. Just be really I fast. got really specific there, didn't I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Flash. Then I want to be a speedster like the Flash. That yes. would be awesome. Oh, that would be cool too because that can you help can, with the teleportation. Yeah, kind of you thing. can. You can just go to the Bahamas and be there. You teleport. I'll come run and meet yeah. you there. <laughs> So there's our superpowers. Woohoo! All right. So this is a huge topic because it impacts yes. a lot of people. I agree. I agree. Um, so how many people out there have probably experienced writer's block before? Oh, tons. I know I have. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, 
the good thing is there's a way to cure it. Yeah, there's a way to overcome it. Yes. Um, but we want to we want to just start out by talking about some of the common causes of writer's block because I think it helps to understand where it comes from. Absolutely. So that then we can talk about the solution. Yeah. Um, I think one of, one of the reasons is stress. Oh, um, yeah. We we all deal with stress on varying levels, and I, I think to a certain degree we've all come to realize that there there's a healthy amount of stress that you manage, right? Yeah. But if you're going through something that's, I guess, incredibly stressful, um, whether let's say your mom's in the hospital, right, or, right, um, you know something something that's really like pulling on your brain cells, um. It's hard to focus. Oh yeah, most it's definitely. It's hard to focus, um, and it's it's going to be hard to kind of get your mind um, in the right place. But I'm here to tell you that even when you're dealing with you know some of the hardest things, we, we want to give you guys some 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 ideas and some solutions on how to overcome come that because the the reality of what what was the quote the John Lennon quote that you oh quoted yeah last life, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Boom. <laughs> so. so Life's not life's not going to stop happening, right? And there, there's no, there's not going to be a lack of stress in your life. To say there's a lack of stress in your life probably actually causes stress, honestly. It does. <laughs> You're so right. Um, You're so right. So I, I think we just need to <laughs> let go of that and realize that you know, no, we don't wish anything bad to happen. Absolutely, but life's going to happen. Life's going to throw curveballs. We're going to deal with stuff, mm-hmm. and we have to learn how to deal with it and not wallow in it. Right. So. Um, There's something that you said um, when we were talking about behind the curtain that Mm -hmm. I thought was interesting. And that was the fact that one of the causes of stress from writing a book could be because you know that there are so many steps to writing a book. Yes. And sometimes, um, and I know I've had this happen, you're so focused on how am I going to market this book that it's hard to even get out of your own head and write the book. Well, that actually (laughs) takes us to our next step, which Mm -hmm. is overthinking it. Yeah. Um, and, and this is something that, you know, I, I preach to the find your muse students over and over and over again, because when I feel like when you're in the cre- and this is harder for some people to do than others, I think because I am mostly a right brain thinker. Mm-hmm. And when I say mostly, mm-hmm. I mean, I tell way, <laughs> you know, so I think because I'm mostly a right brain thinker, Mm -hmm. free writing is very easy for me. Mm. It's very easy for me to write through a project Mm. and then go back and fix it. Whereas someone I think that is more of a left brain thinker Uh is going to be that person that feels like they have to constantly edit themselves the whole way through, which is one of the number one causes of writer's block because you are disrupting your creative flow. Mm -hmm. Right brain doesn't like that left brain, you know, (laughs) saying right brain doesn't like it leave it alone let it do its thing so when the left brain comes in and starts commanding no you need to change this and do this right brain shuts down oh yeah um and i think for people that tend to be that more analytical left brain Mm -hmm. thinker which you know mind you every writer is not a right brain thinker you know um but for those people that are programmed that way it's Mm -hmm. very easy for you to get stuck in your own head, right? Because you're self-editing yourself, and you're telling yourself, "I need to do this, and I need to do that." And so, for me, with my process, mm-hmm. as we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. I think where my conflict, I am mostly a right brain thinker, right? And when I'm in the creative process, I'm all right brain. But when I have ah. to go into 
um, thinking about marketing and stuff, it's still very right brain because it's creative. Right. But I have to bring the left brain in to keep it organized. Uh, and gotcha. the left brain is disrupting things when mm-hmm. it. So when I when I'm trying to be creative and think about marketing at the same time, it's just too much going on <coughs> out there. Yeah. Um, and it causes a little bit of chaos. Yeah. So. It's like I love analogies. It's like yeah. your your right brain is. Horses running free, yes. and then your left brain is trying to lasso them or put them in a pen, and they don't like. And it. your horses are like, "No, mm-hmm. we don't like being in this." <laughs> so true, <laughs> but it, it is true. And when you interrupt that creative flow, um, oh gosh, this is one source is is if possible, and I know it's not always possible, y'all. So, but have some um, uninterrupted time because. Gosh knows I can't I can't write when my husband's at home because he's always going. What are we having for dinner? Or did I tell you about what Scott said? Or I'm like, no, stop it. You know, my horses are like on their backs, <laughs> feet up in the air at that point, and he doesn't mean to. I'm not saying anything bad, but 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 that can that can cause some writer's block too if if you don't allow yourself some uninterrupted it's so space. So funny how. <laughs> We're alike, but very different because when I'm writing at home, uh-huh. I, my husband doesn't do that. Oh, that's good. But I'm the one that bothers him. Oh. I'm supposed to, because I'm a little ADD. So I'm the one that's supposed to be writing and, and I'll write for a little, that's because I'm not. Oh. We're sociable scribes, remember? Right, exactly. So We're I don't, yeah. I'm not an isolated writer. Right, right. And so if he's in the house <laughs> and I've been in here writing for like 30 minutes, I have to go down and like, what are you doing? Oh, Tell that's me. fascinating. Like, so you have the opposite. I have to have some type of interaction. As a matter of fact, um, and this is how I discovered that I was a sociable scribe. Right. Okay. Is, um, a couple years ago, I joined a writing group. Uh-huh. And um, in that writing group, um, we, we went to like a cafe um, in Carytown. Uh-huh. And um, we all kind of sat down on these couches, all brought our lap- laptops and started cool. writing. Yeah. Well, that was heaven for me. I was yeah. having conversations. I was having conversations with people. I can ah, see. I It's weird gotcha. that I can do this. Uh-huh. But I was having conversations with them and writing at the same time. Uh-huh. And I probably hammered out 1,500, 2,000 words. Wow. And and by the end, some of the ladies in the group were like, man, we talked the whole time. But I didn't get anything done. I'm like, really? I did. Oh, and that was when I discovered that that was kind of my that uh, my horse is like that yeah you know my horses are like talk to me I like you know yeah yeah, um, yeah and so I often like to get together with another writer and go to a coffee shop and uh, write together and um typically I plug my headphones in and I and I'll you know, like listen to my headphones right but I can very easily stop you know part way through have a conversation and go right back to it ah. I don't have to have that complete like you know uninterrupted. Right. Um, I think my personality lends itself better to that because the more quiet and isolated yeah. I am, yeah. the more distracted I am. Oh, that's which is weird, fascinating. Right? Yeah. yeah. Huh. You just want to cut up my brain and like figure out how I work, <laughs> don't you? I would like to dissect your brain. But you ever watch you that. Big Bang Theory? That's what Amy oh, does. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so she right. probably would love to cut my brain open. <laughs> 
<laughs> awesome. Um, so, um, so let's talk about some of the things that we that we can suggest to people to address writer's block. Okay. So number one, mm-hmm. take a break. Yes. Please take a break. Um, sometimes you just need to get away from the moment. Yeah. Take a walk. Go to the gym. Yeah. Um, just do something that's completely different. Um, from writing. Absolutely. I think you just need to shift your brain. Does it have to be just a physical break or a mental break? I honestly think both are, yeah, both are helpful. I think um, so too. I, I, I think physical is good because it kind of gets your endorphins going. Yeah. But I, I think a mental break is good too. And in, in a different, for a different reason. Yeah. Um, to shift your thinking mm. um, or to engage yourself in a different way. Um, like, that's and one of the other examples that we have here of something mm-hmm. that you could do is doing some brainstorming. Oh yeah. So that's, definitely. that's a little bit of a mental break. It takes you away from it, but still being engaged. Yeah. Um, yeah. one of the ladies in my find your muse group mm-hmm. found mind mapping to be very helpful. For oh, her. awesome. Um, and it, it's the process that she used to map out her entire book. Oh, um, awesome. and it, it unblocked her. Um, and so, so cool. it was a way for her to keep the ideas flowing mm-hmm. freely. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, just depends on what works for you. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I know one thing that, um, uh, one of my instructors who was actually for, um, I think it was for PMI, the project management Institute. Oh wow. Um, but one thing that we would always do before class is we would do a couple of word puzzles. Like huh. I love those puzzles. Like, um, what is it called? A locked room puzzle where, um, uh, somebody kills someone and it's in a locked room. So you have to figure out how it happened. Um, okay. That sounds weird. You're giving me a weird look. (laughs) I'm trying to think of an example. Not an escape room. No, no, no. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. It's it's like, um, two people are on an elevator and one person dies. Uh, And you have to figure it out. Yeah. You have to figure it out or, or, um, there's one where it's like, um, you have a chicken and a rooster and you have to get them across chicken rooster and a, I don't know, pea. I don't know. I'm not thinking of it very straight, but, right. but you have to figure out cause you have to take them across the river, but you can't leave two of them together cause they'll eat the other one. Like the fox and the chick will eat the chicken or the chicken will eat the pea. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. It, but, but getting into that word puzzle or mind puzzle kind of, kind of is yeah. a mental break. Yeah. And sometimes like I, I'm with you, I prefer to take a physical break cause I do think the endorphins and everything, but sometimes you're in a space where you just can't do that. Yeah. And so sometimes just kind of shifting your mental break, I guess it's sort of like shifting gears from left brain to right brain, but yeah. in a good way, hopefully. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Well, let's stay on that for a quick minute. Yeah. And, and, one of the things that I think is a helpful way um, that to kind of release is I say interview yourself. Oh yeah. Um, Tell us more. And so it's basically, and this is something that you can engage in with yourself or if you want to bring someone else into the picture to help Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's being able to kind of probe, look at where you're stuck, probe Mm -hmm. deeper and ask questions um, to kind of pull it out because I have found I do this exercise a lot with the people in my, in my five year muse class because, mm-hmm. and I think it comes naturally to me because I, I was a journalist. Yeah. So, um, so I, one of the things I learned how to do very well is ask questions. Mm-hmm. And so when someone is stuck, 
I probe deeper. Mm. And what typically happens is you're, you're the expert on the material you're writing on. You know right. what you're writing on. Right. If I ask you questions, you're going to be able to answer them. Right. But if <clears throat> you don't have those questions as a prompt, you find yourself sometimes getting stuck just trying to figure it out. You know That's what I mean? so true. So it's just kind of turning the process around a little bit yeah, and asking yourself the questions. And I think if you ask the questions, the answers will come as opposed oh. to waiting for the answers to come without the questions. Oh, I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's pulling out the information by um, changing up how you're thinking about it because mm-hmm. you're asking yourself different questions. And if you're having trouble identifying those questions, that's a good time to have another person present. Oh yeah. Um, like, like I think there, there's a, there's a project that I'm working on and um, it's funny when I'm sitting in front of a client, I can, tell you everything you need to know uh-huh. but if someone just were to sit down and say okay let's break down all the aspects of content marketing and tell me all <laughs> of your knowledge I'll be like what huh? yes you know but if you ask me questions I can answer them and so one of the things that she was telling me as I was working on putting together some like some some content for clients uh-huh. is why don't you ask yourself come up with the questions ask yourself those questions so that you can then answer them oh, that's because awesome. it is kind of hard to come up with that information from a blank slate well and and not just a blank slate because I, I know that you know content marketing it's more like because you know so much you may not know what other people don't know does yeah. that make sense and yeah. so same kind of thing when you're writing you kind of know the story that you're telling yeah but pulling out those answers is different than than just kind of knowing it. I don't yeah, know. That, it is. Does that it make is. sense? Okay. It does make sense. It's, it's, when you're looking at something like a book, it's such a enormous project. Yes. And when you look at it in its enormity, it's a little bit, it's, it's overwhelming. Right. And so when you try to approach it from that aspect, um, it's really easy to get locked up. But when you start taking it piece by piece and say, well, what about this? And yes. then what about this? And yes. what about this? then it's a little bit easier. And I think that goes back to what we were talking about with the stress. I think sometimes that, that will eliminate that stress of, um, uh, there's another saying I'm full of sayings today. (laughs) I love it. But it's like, um, uh, yard by yard, life is hard. Inch by inch, life's a cinch. Oh, I like that. Isn't that great? Yeah. And so it's so true. If you look at the whole project, it's easy to be like, Oh my gosh, it's huge. But breaking it into bite-sized chunks is awesome. Absolutely. Um, another thing that I find for someone like me who tends to be a little bit ADD is just um, set a timer. Yeah. Um, and, good. and And make a commitment that I'm just going to write through this time. And, and don't worry about what's coming out. This is where the free writing is, is really important. Um, even if it's trash, even if you're like, remember we talked about habits when you're like, I don't want to write, I don't want to write. You know, even if that's the only thing you're writing during that time, force yourself to do it. Exactly. Um, because eventually what will happen is it will unlock that block and you'll start to get somewhere. Definitely. Yeah, I think almost even putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard helps to unlock it. Cause sometimes I know I'll freeze up when I'm just staring at the page. Yep. You know, it's like, I'm staring at the blinking cursor. <laughs> I'm staring at the white blank and nothing's on it page. And that can feel intimidating. So sometimes when you put something on there, you've at least typed 
or written something, it's like, oh, I'm not just starting from nothing, even though I'm starting from, you know, I don't want to write. I don't know what to write. At least it's something that's on the page. And right. So that feels less intimidating somehow. Yeah. And, and I think the intimidation factor is a lot of it. I was um, going to mention I had um, actually worked with a client on writer's block. And what we did was we met every week uh, for about six weeks. And what we figured out was that she was anxious about telling her story. I think she was worried about what people might think and also how she was going to tell it. And so when she got to the blank page, she was freaking out. And so I said, okay, we're just going to talk. Tell me a story. And so um, every week, uh, you know, she would tell me a story. I said, it doesn't have to be about your book. It can just be about anything that you want to tell me about. Yeah. Until the point where she felt more comfortable just sharing the story. It wasn't so scary anymore because she was sharing it over and over again. And, and I think that's a lot of it, too, is that kind of frozen feeling like, I don't mm -hmm. have anything to say. Similar to what you were saying about the interview, you yep. feel like you don't have anything to say until somebody asks you questions about it. Absolutely. So, And getting in that mode kind of unlocked that creative side for her. Took mm -hmm. it, Definitely. It let the horses room. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's wrap this puppy up. You ready? Sounds good. All right. So we talked about um, some of the common causes of writer's blocks and how to how to overcome them. So mm -hmm. top areas that we really talk about that that really trip people up are stress, mm -hmm. overthinking it, um, and really um, just fear of failure, feeling feeling like you're not good enough, um, and and those are things I think that really trip people up in terms of just that right brain, left brain having a little bit of a struggle. Exactly. Um, so let, let's let's talk briefly about some of the, 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 the things that we talked about and how to tackle these issues. Exactly. So um, I think one of the most important ones that was take a break. Yes. Um, it can be a physical break. It could be a mental break. Probably a physical break is best because like you were saying, it raises your endorphins. It mm -hmm. kind of gets you in a different mindset. Absolutely. Um, mental breaks um, can kind of be a, a couple of things. One um, we talked about is just take a moment and just brainstorm. Yeah. Um, sometimes you put a little bit too much pressure on yourself and thinking that you have to write in a structured way. Right. Um, and it doesn't. Um, it's really just, you know, what I always tell the people in my Find Your Muse class is just get your ideas on paper. Right. Um, mind mapping is one of the things that one of the ladies in my group found to be very helpful for her in, in fleshing out all her ideas. Mm -hmm. So maybe look at something like that. Yeah. Um, another way um, to, um, to take kind of a... a I don't even want to say it's not so much of a mental break. It's just a little bit of an adjustment would be to ask yourself questions yeah, um, to help um, flesh out the information that you're getting stuck with. Yeah. Um, because oftentimes it's a lot easier to answer a question than mm -hmm. just to come up with the answer out of the blue. So true. You know, so maybe you take the time to write down questions to what you're trying to answer. Yeah. And then go back and answer them. There we go. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, you can also, uh, I think another thing that um, we had talked about was you can go to some different sites. Um, you can go to writersdigest.com. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one that's the storytellingnonprofit.com. Mm -hmm. And they have writing prompts, I believe. Is that right? Well, or... they, they have suggest have just oh. kind of a list of things that you can um, 
do to come up overcome writer's block. So awesome. if you're looking for more ideas outside yeah. of what we discussed today, um, you can kind of find those on, on those sites as well. Perfect. And, um, and yeah, and, and just tell a story, engage your creative muscle, you know, just by um, telling a story and realizing, you know, how, how, uh, getting engaged in the creative part, riding your creative horse on your left hand, no, right hand side of your right brain yeah. versus feeling penned in. Um, Absolutely. Give yourself that creative freedom. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And give yourself some grace too, because oh, yeah. I think it's, it's really easy to get a little bit uptight um, and, and get down on yourself when you get stuck. And, and really you just need to give yourself a little bit of a break. Remember we right brain, left brain, left brain is going to be your more critical side the right brain is going to be your free side. You just want to let your free side go. Absolutely. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Thanks for listening to the Sociable Scribes podcast. Don't forget to tune in next week to learn more amazing tips on writing and publishing. And if you like this podcast, please leave us a review and share it with a friend.